Shabbat Shalom. What a privilege I have to be with you again and worship God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob together. To have a blessings and privilege continue learn from the word of grace because God continues to prepare us for his kingdom, especially on this time we call the end times we live and we know for sure the Messiah is coming back. And yes, he will restore his kingdom. And as already Rabbi mentioned, we don't need to be scared. Everything Yeshua already said. And he said, do not be scared. It should be happened. But when we're going to see this, put your heads upon the heaven. Messiah is coming back. It's a great joy. Even very difficult time. And some ways, yes, sometimes we may be scared, but let's do not be scared and trust in the Lord. Because sometimes we don't understand different things happens in our life, yes. But our blessings, trust in the Lord. And when we keep faithfulness, when we live as a holy, we also know everything was going to happen for goodness. You remember friends of Daniel? When they need to be true to the fire, what did they say? They say, even if we need to die, we'll praise God. Amen. We'll praise God. And brothers and sisters, Lord already redeemed us. He died for our sins and rose for our sanctification. He found us in this dark world, us as sinners, but cleansed and washed by the blood he shed on the cross and made us a part of his kingdom. Amen. We already have a joy. Why? Because our sins forgiven and names written in the book of life. We are already saved. Praise God. May this joy will encourage us to continue forward. That's why I have a desire to preach today about glory and greatness of our Lord. And how people, how do people see Jesus in our life? May the Lord bless us and please pray for me. But before, before, I'll take a few minutes and uh, I want to update about Battle Ministries. And we want to thank you so much for your partnership. For many years, your congregation, you, you pray for us, you financially support our work, and thank you very much. And also for many years, we come to Minneapolis and share gospel. It's our privilege. It's my privilege. It's my blessings. God doesn't need my help. I cannot help God. God doesn't need our help. He is a sovereign. He is God. But it's our blessings to become a part of God's great work on this earth. Of God's great work in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. Why? Because we could share goodness. We cannot save people. We cannot repent and stead of them. But we can share and pray by having compassion in our hearts. Because Yeshua is only the way to be saved. Bible very clearly says that we as a human being have only one name under the, under the heaven through whom we could be saved. And the name is Yeshua. No other ways. The only, only way through Jesus, through Yeshua. So we could share, we could pray by remembering our life. Do good work. Find time for people. If we really love them, we're always going to find time for them. 
to share good news. And you know that Minneapolis, this city, your city, has a third office in the management of LGBT. It's a third office here, of management. And tough city, and God willing, a little bit later today, we'll go streets. We tried to, I did a mistake, I already say to a rabbi, I told Minnesota Wild will play today at 3 p.m., but they will play in Los Angeles, not in Minneapolis, but they play with Los Angeles Kings. But it's okay. We know that God will bless us. We'll go streets anyway. I know that we'll meet people, and even for one, it's worthy. Because even one soul, it's important for the Lord. So we continue. A lot of people uh, every month, again, it's not because more than 1,000. We met a lot of people, even more than 1,000 every month. But even one, even one is important for the Lord. And when God's desires, our desires, when God's wishes, our wishes, when we really want to fulfill God's dream because God has a dream, yes, and God serves our service. Why? Because God cries. Even one is important for him. But what about us? Do we want, do we have this desire? Do we have a compassion that people, and if they die without Jesus, they die forever? Forever. And it's not my judgment. Because Bible very clearly says, and it's not important, Jewish or not Jewish. We're all born in sin. And we all need Yeshua. Because he is the Lamb of God who took the sins of the world. It's what Yohanan, Hamad Bell, John the Baptist say. You remember when he saw Yeshua, he said, this is the Lamb of God who takes the sins of the, of the world. And he is our Passover. He is our Pesach. And uh, recently we had um, outreaches in California in uh, Oregon, in uh, Washington, states of Washington, Oregon, California. And Oregon is the toughest city in America, witchcraft capital. So many satanists there and so brave. They may come and uh, stop and uh, left, right, and opening, the, opening their mouth and a loud call the devil. Yeah, they call the devil, come, come, come. Just close my mouth that I would just stop to proclaim uh, gospel. You know, a lot of things we see, and this is a war. It's a spiritual war. And I was thinking about our, like, uh, Russian churches, evangelical churches, and I telling them, uh, where are you? Where? We see Satanists in the streets who pray, pray, we serve the devil and are fighting. For our Christians and the streets to proclaim glory of Christ. Unfortunately, I don't know. People, unfortunately, sometimes, maybe even more than sometimes, they even do not think about. We all want to be saved. We all, all, we all, all want to be blessed. But to do something for the Lord, unfortunately, we don't have a time. Or like we always say, back pain, headache, or something. We always try to defend ourselves. But if not we, who is going to do this? We need it. Gifts of Holy Spirit, we have a different gifts. But we must use our gifts. Let me all share what happened Wednesday. I'm in Minneapolis since Wednesday. When I arrived, I was waiting uh, maybe a few hours until my friend came and uh, picked me up. 
and I met one elder woman. She was just uh, sitting next to me. And I was drinking coffee at the Caribou in the airport luggage, baggage claim area. And we started to have a conversation, and she felt my accent, so she learned that I'm from Russia, Russian descent. I asked her, she said, you know what? I also Russian descent. So I thought immediately, maybe Jewish. I asked her, Jewish roots? She said, yes. But she also said that she's a Buddhist. You know, I met so many Jewish people who are uh, pra practicing Buddhism. I don't know if you met Jewish people. They practice practicing Eastern uh, cult religions. But God blessed. We started to have a conversation about Yeshua. And she accepted New Testament. And you know what happened? She in front of me opened and the next maybe 30 minutes was reading New Testament. <laughs> in front of me. So we stopped. I gave it. She accepted. I stopped to talk with her because I saw she opened and started to read. And look, five minutes, 10 minutes she's reading. 15, 20, maybe up to 30 minutes. She was reading New Testament. Praise God, you know. I also met one Palestinian Muslim. Uh, it's happened in connection of like, uh, I want to share you, you this uh, testimony in Chicago because I was flying from Cleveland to Minneapolis through Chicago. And she's owner of a small coffee shop there. And we started to have a conversation. Uh, first, I filled a cup of coffee, started to have a conversation with her. She says she's Muslim. You remember my background, right? I'm from Jewish Muslim family. My mother was a Jew. My father was a Muslim. So I told her, I said, I grew as a Muslim. It's true. And we started to talk, and I telling her about Jesus. And God touched her heart as well. I had a Arabic uh, Gospel of John in, uh, in Arabic and she accepted, and she was so happy. Wow, she was so happy, accept uh, uh, this uh, <laughs> book, uh, the Gospel of John in Arabic, that she blessed me too. Because she's the owner of this coffee shop, she said, coffee for free. So I got a coffee for free. <laughs> she said, you give me this, I wanna give you this. I said, praise God. So <laughs> God bless me. You know, but the most blessings when we could share. So a lot of things uh, I could share, but you could watch us. We have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel. We changed the name to the Russian because most people who watch us from former Soviet Union, a lot of Muslims who speak Russian, so we, and Jewish people who speak Russian, so we mainly want to just focus rich people when we use the YouTube online. But if you're going to uh, type in English, a Russian Hebrew Christian, Russian Hebrew Christian. You'll find my channel. It's an old name, but it going to, it's, it's going to bring you to my channel. So don't be scared when you see Russian letters. No, it's our channel. You see me in a talit, everything as needed, and as a picture, but in Russian. So Russian Hebrew Christian, and a lot of, lot of videos uh, in English, mainly missionary work. So we had outreach also recently in Atlanta. I believe you know a woman by name Oprah Winfrey. Oh, you know, <laughs> yes, yes. So she had a special event in Atlanta, very big city in downtown. She rented a State Farm Arena, big stadium. Thousands of people came. Ofra Winfrey is a part of New Age, which is a masonry group, very pro-antichrist, 
uh, satanic movement. Sure, they're not telling you this, but they're preparing bad. The false gospel they teach, gospel, but they're preparing way bad for the Antichrist. Very popular, Oprah Winfrey. Very popular, and a lot of people, politicians, under her influence. I know this. So thousands of people came, and we were there next to the entrance. And because so many people, and they already had their tickets, but because so many people, they need to stay in a line just to enter. And even if they didn't want it, they heard the gospel. Why? Because I had a mic and good sound. And I preached so loud that day. But God bless. We had a team, three people. We distributed a lot of Christian literature. But what I surprised, I was surprised a lot that so many people told them that they're Christians. So I asked them, why you came to attend our show? And a lot of people didn't know. But good that we told them, who is the Oprah Winfrey? And what I was surprised too, because we after start to walk and continue preaching from all the side, all the entrance. And we found there a group of Catholics. Maybe up to 50 people came with the posters because Ofra also proclaims abortions. She's for abortions, but you know, Catholics, and they're against abortions. So they were there. And again, again, again uh, my toes were our Christians, evangelicals. I'm talking about Russian churches. But again, we were blessed, share gospel, and I said, Lord, even one start to think, even one, it's worthy. Amen. Even it was so cold, <laughs> but it's good. God is good. So please pray for us, and I know that you're praying. Pray for my family, thank you. Praying for my children who are ill, especially. Yes, um, no worst. People asking me, praise God, it's not worst, but the same condition. They still were ill, but they're not worst. What? from the, like say, condition, situation uh, we had and we have it. But thank you so much. And if God going to lead you, continue praying, please pray. If God will lead your hearts to support our ministry, we'll be very appreciative and we want to thank you. But since January this year, our financial situation, it's very bad. But I do not complain. I just want to say praise God for everything. We always, for these all 21 years of ministry, we always never know, not easy. But since January, bad. But praise God for everything. Like I say, we'll praise God when we have something more, when we have something less. Well, we'll, well God teaches us. We learn how to live. Remember, Paul says about this. So praise God for this. All right, let's open Bibles. And passage today from Gospel of Yohanan, John, from Brit Hadasha New Testament, chapter 12. And we'll, we'll, we will read from verses 12 through 19, I'm sorry, from 19 through 26. John 12, verses from 19 through 26. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, Perceive ye how ye prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, 
we would see Jesus. Philip comes and tells Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto love eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. You remember Yeshua said that we are salt and light. So if I cannot be salt and light, I cannot be a believer. And we need to understand that we must to proclaim or glorify Jesus, glorify God, not ourselves, not glory to ourselves, even not glory to Israel, but glory to God alone, to Him. And we need to understand also that if we really want to have an influence into this world, it's not by words, but by work. We say by faith from God, yes. But the work testifies or shows that we are saved. So John speaks about Greeks who want to see Jesus. Greeks, Gentiles, pagans, not. Why? Yes, they were Gentiles. But the Bible says that they came worship God at the feast. It means there were Gentiles who accepted and believed God of Israel. We call them proselytes. So maybe they already heard about Jesus. Maybe they saw and were as a witnesses that Jesus did something that it touched their heart. They saw something in him. And now he is so close. They want to see him. So they came to, uh, uh, to a disciple after disciple. So they say, we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. And disciples so sure that these people, they were not Jews from the Judea. They were Gentiles who so came from overseas. And they thought, if now Gentiles who came overseas want to see Jesus, maybe Jesus already became popular. Maybe it's, it's a time to collect money, hire an army, enter Jerusalem, and make Jesus as a king. You remember, they want to make him a few times. And sure, Jesus knew it, what they were thinking about. Not right. And he, want, he, he wants to change their mind. That's why he said these words. Let's, I, I, I read uh, again. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now, we have a question. How the Son of Man glorifies in our life? Does he glorify when we have something? Or maybe when we don't have something? A question is, does he glorify in our life? 
I very much love United States. We lived my family since 1997. Beautiful country, and I call this country number one. The best. The best country all over the world. I love. And I'm okay, you know, when God opens doors and we have an opportunities. You know, some people could open business. Some people could get education to have a better job with better salary. Praise God. If somebody has opportunity, why not? But I'll always add, but do not forget that we are aliens and strangers on this earth. And God never promised it that as a believers, as a messianic Jews or Christians, whatever you like to call yourself, we'll have everything we want to have. God never promised it. Life, it's not easy. Sometimes our cars broke. Sometimes we lose the job. No enough money. Different things. But God always promised to keep his peace in our hearts and ensure he participates in all the needs and he provides. You know, some churches, they preach the gospel, prosperity gospel. But it's a false gospel. It's not gospel. But anyway, don't want to touch this uh, topic maybe another time. But if somebody has an opportunity, why not? Why not? And I love live in America with Jesus. Especially that we have a peaceful heaven. Beautiful country. What about you? Do you love, live with Yeshua, with Jesus in America? Amen. Amen. So I have another question. May I ask? Okay, we love, live with Jesus in America. Some people have important, some less, but praise God. But does somebody want to die for Jesus? In the best country of the world, U.S. But maybe you have an opportunity and you have something. Especially that we have a peaceful heaven. Do we want to die for Jesus? And I want to tell you something. To have this desire die for Yeshua in our hearts is what glorifies our Lord. And if we don't have this in mind, if needed, if needed, that his name would be glorified. But if we don't have this, ma uh, this in our mind, we cannot have any influence into this world. Last year, at the end of fall, I was preaching in one Baptist church of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, <clears throat> after the service, we had a one-day outreach there. It's a new state for our ministry. We started work there. And after the service, I met a family, a mixed family. He's American. She's Russian. And I was preaching this time, and I mentioned one name. And they told me that they were studying together with this person I mentioned in my message. And the name was Alan John Chow. Have you heard about him? Alan John Chow. You could read it online. In 2018, young man, good education, but he learned about one Indian tribe. And tribe lives in a island, Northern uh, Sentinel, which is in the in an Indian Ocean. And nobody witnessed to them about Jesus, so he left his good life here and went there, preached the gospel, and they killed him. They killed him for preaching gospel. And some people say, did he know that it's so dangerous? Yes, he knew it. Why he did not stay? A beautiful country, a lot of things. 
Yes. But he also knew it, that he is responsible for these people. And he gave his life to the Lord. And he is true uh, uh, victim, I, I say like this, for the gospel. He was killed, but he proclaimed the glory of Christ, and he glorified the name of Jesus through his life. I mean, like in that. Yes, he knew it, perfectly knew it, but he loved the Lord. And we also need to understand that it's very important to give our life to the Lord and say, Lord, may you will be done. Many times we want that our will be done, not the Lord's will be done. And only after that, some American churches say, we'll send uh, teams to this island. And members of this team say, yes, we are open. Whatever God decided, praise God. And we need to understand this. But sometimes we want to do what we want to do. We know God's will, but we don't want to fulfill God's will. In different reasons. But as a believer, sure, Holy Spirit speaks into our hearts and we are we know that we do not right we do not what god wants from us and we do not use the gifts of our holy spirit we need it used to proclaim the name of jesus and we want to or we try to defend ourselves and you know how do we how do we want to how we try to defend ourselves you know how we say lord we didn't do what you asked from us but We'll put a little bit more money into the basket. And we try to be tight. So we say, we didn't know you do what you asked, but if we're going to put a little bit more money, we'll be okay. But we will not be okay because God doesn't need our money. Because God wants our obedience. We need to obey what God wants from us. Because even Samuel the prophet said to the first king of Israel, Shaul, that, that the obedience... It's more, it's better than the sacrifice. He also tried to defend himself by sacrifice, but the Lord said through the prophet, obey, obedience. Worldly, worldly, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth for much fruit. Next. What glorifies the name of the Lord? Everlasting treasures. Have you heard about them? Yes, sure, because we read. The Bible speaks. And I'm not talking about the people of this world. I'm talking about God's people. But why do we have a different everlasting treasures? The Bible speaks about the same, but we all have a different but let's investigate our hearts. It's also privilege and blessings from God. Everlasting treasures. Some people love money. Even believers, Christians, they love much, very much money. And yes, I understand that we have families, we, we need to pay bills. Uh, try to not pay, pay electricity. One, two, three months, they will going to shut you, right? No electricity. And understand, we need money. We need money. We need to pay. But some believers, some Christians, they're just thinking about money. From the morning to the night, from the night to the morning, only money, 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 money. You know? And money for them, everlasting treasure. 
Okay. Some people work very hard. And yes, we work very hard in this country. It's a beautiful country. A lot of opportunities, but we must work out so very hard. And they really work hard, especially young people. And they have one dream. I'm, I don't know how the American youths, right, you know, young people, but I'm talking now through my, what I see, the Russians, you know, the Slavic young. And very popular with the youth community to buy an expensive car. <laughs> and they work very hard, very hard, collecting one year, two, five, whatever, and they buy. And really, you see, they work hard and buy, but the question is, you know what their problem? Motivation is the key. Because a lot of young people want to be in a center that everyone see them. That they're driving so beautiful car. They want that people put attention on them. That they're so big because they have a expensive car. And this is a proudness which God hates. Motivation is the key. But let's investigate ourselves. And the best way, best time, early morning. When we just woke up and opened our eyes and we still lie on a bed, what first comes inside of our mind? What do we think about first? Yes, we need to go work, hard work, and maybe we don't want to go. But as a believers, what do we think? You know, some people think maybe to buy the fifth house or sell it. <laughs> But maybe think about how to feed a hungry man today. Maybe to think about how to visit a prisoner in a jail today. Maybe somebody is thirsty and just to take a cup with a cold water and give to him. Maybe find a somebody who maybe a person did not hear a gospel and Share it, gospel, with him, because tomorrow could be late. What do we think first? And what are our priorities? What do we need that receive? Receiving, we could say that we are successful. Even already mentioned that most treasure, Father, how he gave it to us, he shared with us, with his only begotten son. And we have a hope of salvation. Because everything, everything, going to go under fire in this world. Even church buildings, everything. The congregation of the Lord, people of the Lord, not, but the buildings, yes. But also good work, never going to go under fire. That's why our brother Jacob say that faith without work, good work, it's a dead faith. We do not, we cannot be saved by doing good work, but good work testifies of our salvation, about our salvation. Because Bible also says when do we do good work in the name of the Lord, people when they see this good work, they, glo they glorify God. Even when we could buy a little toy with a few dollars, we're not going to become poor, even spend even a few dollars, even when we don't have enough for ourselves. But in the name of Jesus and give to our kid this gift, Toy, in the name of Jesus, when this kid going to hear it, that this is in the name of Jesus, will smile 
in the name of Jesus. When we could enter, when we see a need, enter inside and participate in the, the life of this person who is in a need could be changed. A great joy. You remember? Much better. I don't know how to say English. When we give than when we received. In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Jesus. When we see the Lord, one day we also are going to stand in front of God and see him face to face. It's what the Bible says. What do you think? Is he going to ask me, Igor, were you Messianic Jew or were you Pentecostal or were you Baptist? Yes, we must follow the, the true gospel, but Yeshua, he, he never going to ask me this kind of question, but he's going to ask totally different questions. And it's not what I say, what I want. I, it's what I see in the Bible, you remember? I was hungry, and what? Yes. Yes. I was in jail, and what? We, we remember, it's what Yeshua will ask, will ask. If you have a hears, listen. Jesus, who is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, but he himself touched the lepers. You remember? He himself touched the lepers. They lived there in Judea, you know, in the cemeteries. Cemeteries. You know, the lepers lived there when dead people were buried under. They lived there. Nobody tried. Nobody wanted to just, it's like, I don't want to say like coronavirus. People run from it if they learn. But the lepers, but Jesus touched them. He was sitting with the sinners to help them. And they accused him. He forgave uh, a woman who was caught in adultery. You remember? Why? We have an answer automatically. Because we say God is love, yes. But God also is a fire. And he is a jealous God. Yes, he is the love. And his mercy is above his judgment. But why is it so hard for us to love one another? Today, you know how Slavic people love? <laughs> Again, I don't want to judge the Slavic people, but I, I'm more with the Slavic community. Today, you know, we love like, oh, you have a money, I love you. Why? Because you have a money. I could take something from you. But if you lost your job tomorrow, you lost your money, I don't know you anymore. You know? Today, how we love. But how to learn to love just for nothing? I just love you because you're a man, like a person created by God. We all created by his image and likeness. Just to love in Jesus. That I could pray, I could wish you the best. So we must to show practically how Jesus loves us. Show practically how Jesus loves me. If I'm hungry, feed me. If I need sleep over next summer, do not let me go to a hotel, but receive it me if you have a space. If I fall and sin, don't rejoice, but pray for me. That God would give it me mercy of repentance. That I could continue to see light of God. And also... Rejoice. This is end times. And Bible says, what's going to happen, or what already happened with the love? You remember? 
любовь охладеет. Love will become a cold. And we are living this time. Schindler List. Have you watched it? All, I believe. We are Messianic congregation, right? We all, yeah, a lot of good movies, like a pianist and, uh, but Schindler List. You remember? This German man, Catholic, who sometimes drank. But how God used him? The rich man, businessman, Oscar Schindler, Catholic. But God placed into his heart to save the Jewish people. And you remember how did he do this? By his own money. It was his money. He was a businessman. He made the money. But he used his own money to save these people. Do you remember a number? How many Jews he saved? I'll tell you. 1,200. Jewish people who need to go to the, they were in concentration camp, need to go to the fire, die, the Germans, the Nazis, kill, kill them, you know. He saved them. But in the end, you remember? When some Jewish people whom he saved, like the leaders of this group, decided to give him a gift and say thank you and goodbye mm-hmm. at night, when he was on the one side, then on the other side, motor of his car was on, he needed to sit around because the Soviet army uh, needed to come to this uh, area, and he understood that he was like then a member of the Nazi party, and his factories, they did, they did not produce the weapon, but they worked for the German army. So he understood they will be arrested, they will shut him, but he needed to run. And you remember how, what did he say, and he was crying so much? You remember, he was crying, and he spoke about the uh, everlasting treasures and purpose of the life. When he took this uh, gold ring and said, why do I need this ring? What am I going to do now? If I would to sell it on time, I would have uh, some little bit more money, and I could buy or save one more soul. Mm-hmm. Look at his car. Why do I need this car if I would sell on time? What am I going to do now? I am running. I would have uh, money for five more mm-hmm. souls. Sometimes we start to regret when we start to lose. But we always say, today is the day of grace, brothers and sisters. Today is the day of mercy. When praise God, nobody tries to arrest us for preaching gospel. And I want to tell you, not always be like, uh, will be like today. I'm not prophet. I'm telling you, and God is my witness, I'm not prophet. But I'm not going to surprise that the martial law will become a new law in the uh, United States. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are going to happen. It's what I see in the Bible. And a great persecution will be in this country, especially mm-hmm. against the Jewish people who believe in Jesus. Because the target of the evil one, first to kill the Jews who believe in Jesus, why? Because of prophecy. Only when Jews, when they accept the Jesus, when they going to call Yeshua as the Lord and Messiah, the Christ will return back when Jews repent. So if the evil one could destroy and kill all the Jews, how the prophecy could be fulfilled? Who is going to cry upon the holy name of the Lord? That's why the goal and target of the devil first to kill the Jews who are the Christians, I mean, like uh, believing in uh, Yeshua as the Lord and Messiah. But today is the day of grace. We could do what we could do it today. 
because tomorrow could be late. Look what's going in the world. Rabbi already mentioned coronavirus. We really don't know what it is, how it came. It's, you know, a lot of uh, I, what I heard, the conspiracy terrorists, terrorists. I don't know. I don't know. I know that God keeps everything under his control because he is king and heroes. So I trust, yes, we need to have a wisdom. Do not go some places where we know it. Dangerous, sure. But God, God protects. Look, sicknesses. Look, we hear about wars. We know about wars today. Look at the Syria. Syria, Damascus will be destroyed by the prophecy. This city is going to be pulled down. And I see it's only nuclear attack could, could make it. And it will. And Russia will have a war with Turkey. It's just a matter of time. Because Gog Magog should, should erase and attack Israel before Antichrist. But anyway, anyway, we'll see what's going on in the world. Even terroristic attacks. And my question is, even if we're going to talk about a terrorist people, when they were little children, when somebody, somebody, would you share gospel to them when they were children? What do you think? Could their life be changed? And they could not become a terrorist? Yes, I believe. So let's think about people around us. And we not be shamed, not be scared, but we'll be faithful and tell them about Yeshua. Maybe the lives also could be changed. And the final thing. One little girl was walking in the airport. She was carrying a basket with her beautiful apples. But she felt, uh, felt uh, lost the basket. All the apples were rolling. Like she lost it. And she started crying. People stopped because they thought maybe she harmed herself. Check the leg, check the arms. Everything is fine. But she was crying. And they understood because she lost apples. And they started to laugh. Nothing happened, but little girl crying, ah, lapels. They love, started laughing. But one man came, took a basket, found all of the ap apples, collected, give her back. She took it, looked at him, and asked a question to this man. Are you Jesus? Mister, are you Jesus? You know, people tired about our words. We talk a lot. We talk a lot. Let's show how about love of Jesus were in needs. Nursing homes, homeless people, hungry people. Let's show the love of Christ there when it's a lot of needs. That people see Jesus in our practical life. John 3.16 says, God so loved this world, he say or he gave. So think about the dead words and the living words. Because sometimes our words are dead. But God wants to see the living words. So may Lord bless us to remember that Yeshua is coming back. Let's be more straight and trusting in the Lord than at these end times. We could be a southern light that people see Jesus in our life. That his name, the Messiah and God of Israel, would be glorified. Amen. Shabbat shalom. Thank you, thank you.